Hello everybody, welcome to the truth in love. This is Andrew here. So thankful to God once again for another opportunity to come to you. Uh, thank you for listening in to uh, this podcast. I have been uh, amazed at the numbers and uh, the uh, statistics uh, uh, of uh, uh, you know where you guys are listening from. Uh, it's amazing. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, today I want to talk about a title that uh, is a little overdue, but uh, something that uh, really came into my spirit after watching the Grammy Awards, I believe a few weeks ago. Uh, And I want to title today's podcast, Redefining Success, A Lesson from the Grammys. So the title is Redefining Success. And that, you know, all of us, in this world, all of us, you know, all most of us want to be successful. All of us do what we do because we want to be better than what we were before or because of uh, uh, the circumstances we grew up in. So we work so hard to uh, not go back where we came from or we're trying to fight a certain thing so that we can get ahead. You know, we're trying to uh, deal with generational cycles and curses and uh, obstacles just to be the first one, just to be the first one to make it, the first one to go to college, the first one to buy a house, the first one to uh, you know own a business, the first one to get married. And the success takes different turns. Everybody uh, defines or determines their success in their own way. Uh, and I was just thinking, you know, uh, for some people, being successful is having children you know i know so many people who are so successful in uh, you know in monetary terms but not having a child makes them miserable they feel like they have failed you know they have everything they go to uh, vacations they have all these cars they have a big house but there is no noise there's no kids playing and to them every time they come back to that empty house or whenever they see a couple playing with their kids they feel like man i have not attained success uh and so in reference to the grammy awards that just happened like i said a few weeks ago uh one of uh you know the uh, you know uh popular rappers drake you know he he won an award and he came up and he said these words after winning uh, his award, I believe, for uh, Best Rap Song, uh, he said, we are playing in an opinion-based sport, not a factual-based sport. And I quote, the point is, you, you've already won if you have people who are singing your songs word for word. If you're a hero in your hometown, you don't need this right here referring to the uh, Grammy Award uh, statue. I promise you, you already won. And uh, unfortunately, he was cut off by the Grammy uh, because uh, by the Grammy Awards, uh, whoever was in charge of the sound, uh, just because of uh, some tension he has along alongside other artists about the Grammy uh, Awards Recording Academy. And the thing is that... Uh, he was speaking truth, and the name of this podcast is The Truth in Love. You know, uh, I was so disappointed, uh, much as they did not agree with what he was saying, 
you know, they could have left, let him finish his speech. But uh, you see, we live in a world where uh, people would rather hear lies or, you know, things that aren't true than the real truth. It's the same, you know, with what we do as Christians. Nobody wants to hear the gospel. You, you can talk about obscenities at work. You can make all kinds of jokes. You can, you know, wear all kinds of attire, have uh, name brand uh, designers or, you know, wordings. And nobody will say anything to you. But if you want to start a fire, have, uh, you know, put on your shirt, you know, I'm saved. You know, you're going to hell. Or if you don't believe in Jesus, you know, have something got to do with uh, the truth. That Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And I'm telling you, you're going to be written off. You're going to be cast off. You're going to be ostracized. So the world does not want the truth people want to be uh you know told what they like to hear but uh, so this is a very successful artist who you know has won a lot of awards has had number one singles had a uh, powerful album and so he's here and uh you know he, he's he, he's trying to reassure you know, especially artists who are heartbroken, and I, I, I'm a witness. I have uh, had the opportunity to to uh, read um, social media accounts of some artists who did not win, and they thought they had a great song. The truth is that they had a great song throughout the year, but for some reason their song wasn't uh, chosen to be number one or to win their award, and to them this seemed like a failure. And there are artists who you think have done a great job uh, to keep the music industry going. Uh, you know, their songs are loved. They have a huge fan base, but they have not won a Grammy Award, which is, uh, you know, in the music industry, the highest form of honor. And, uh, you know, uh, success has to be redefined. So that is music. I'm a musician, an artist, songwriter. Uh, you know, I love the art, so I follow all these things. And, uh, you know, as an artist, you think, oh, so-and-so should have received this because, you know, of how their song did, how their album did. But unfortunately, there's, you know, people have, the people who vote have different criteria or, you know, whatever their, whatever their thought process is, they are, you know, uh, they have the vote. They can do whatever they want with the vote and you cannot change that. But uh, uh, going back to our topic today, redefining success you know this is something that people are struggling with all over but uh like i said everybody has their own definition uh like i said a couple without a child having just one child is enough for them to think that they're successful some people are getting a degree uh to them that is success now to others uh you know they don't feel like you know, one degree or two degrees or uh, masters or PhD is enough. So they keep on trying. They keep on, you know, getting this certif certification after the next. You know, they are uh, some people being in politics, being in power. To them, it equates to success. But what is success? What is success? How do you measure success? Now, if you ask me, I will tell you that... Uh, being able to provide for my children is success. 
you know, knowing that I've done everything I can and I have provided for them, it, you know, it gives me a great deal of satisfaction. And to me, that is success or being able to create a legacy, leave something behind for them so that they don't have to struggle as I have. You know, uh, I think that would be success to me, uh, you know, leaving a generational wealth uh, so that, you know, uh, my children, my children's children will have, you know, somewhere to start and be able to, you know, have something uh, to say, you know, uh, we are not uh, struggling or we're able to build upon what our uh, granddad, uh, you know, did for us. To me, that is success, but that is just me. And uh, I've seen some very successful uh, rich people who have uh, made a lot of money, created big uh, profitable companies, and at the end of the day, they felt like they haven't accomplished and they gave everything away. And to them, giving to causes all over the world to help with health, uh, help with uh, uh, hunger, help you know stop uh, disasters, to them that is success. And uh, I just want to see in the scriptures uh, what a Paul, the Apostle Paul, uh, and this might be a little uh, out uh, out of context, but uh, we can uh, relate a few things here. So in uh, Philippians chapter 3, Paul is talking about himself, his heritage as a, you know, as a Jewish man, and uh, he's writing to the Philippians. And uh, let me just back. Uh, you know, just backtrack, uh, backtrack a little bit so you see where he's coming from. And uh, I do not intend to go so much in depth, but for the case of our discussion, I am going to, uh, you know, go there. And so here is Paul, uh, Philippians chapter 3, uh, verse, uh, verse, verse uh, 3, verse 4, let's start from verse 4. He says, if anyone else thinks he has grounds for confidence in the flesh, I have more circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, persecuting the church, as to righteousness under the law, faultless. And verse 7, this is what I really wanted to get to. He says, but whatever was an asset to me, I count as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things as loss compared to the surpassing excellence of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness from the law, but that which is through Christ, uh, through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being confirmed to him in his death. And so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead. It's going to be the last one. And it says in verse 12, not that I have already attained, obtained all this or have already been perfected, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have laid hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize of God's heavenly calling in Christ Jesus. And so here Paul is talking about uh, 
people who are boasting about their flesh and uh, so he starts off where i started uh, on verse 4 saying that you know if there's anybody who could boast about you know uh, being perfect in the flesh that would be him you know because like he said he was circumcised on the uh, circumcised on the eighth day he had uh, you know uh, uh, jewish blood in him tribe of the ben tribe of benjamin a hebrew of hebrews he was a pharisee he was persecuting the church you know uh so under the law he says he was faultless and so he goes on to say how he thinks everything is rubbish compared to knowing christ and being found in him and uh you know obviously verse 12 uh where uh, i would probably uh, stay a little bit he says that i do not uh, I, I do not think, he says, I have not already obtained all this. I have not already been already been perfected, but I press on to take a hold for which Christ took hold of me. And he says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize of God's heavenly calling in Christ Jesus. Now, to Paul, you know, uh, it is said that he was a lawyer before, you know, he was uh, an educated uh pharisee you know he he knew the law you know the jewish law he knew uh the laws of righteousness he knew about fasting he knew about giving to the poor he knew how to you know uh, obey god he knew how all these things that uh other people did not do he was very very educated when you read his letters you see the excellence you know in his knowledge the examples he gives and you just see the impact he had as a writer of uh, uh the new testament uh, most of the books but at the end of the day he says all these things are rubbish compared to his knowledge of knowing Christ. So to Paul, knowing Christ, having a relationship with God, uh, being uh, forgiven for the evils he did, killing people because they believed in Jesus, uh, you know, all the miracles, Paul saw miracles, Paul saw visions that some of us would die to have. You know, he talks about things and man, you just I wish I could be this smart, you know. He explains biblical truth. He explains all these mysteries of salvation, you know, like nobody else. And, you know, as a preacher, all you can do is marvel, you know. You cannot get enough of the wisdom that he had. But he says all these things, it is considered as rubbish compared to knowing Christ. And so, in our world, in your world, in my world, uh, obviously, as a believer, you probably hold the same view if you walked in the world and, you know, maybe were uh, seeking happiness in clubs or in uh, women or uh, gambling or traveling or whatever, and you didn't find any satisfaction and you found it in Christ, uh, in the Lord, you definitely you know what he's talking about. And to you, success is in God. Uh, I talk to people all the time who, who tell me, man, uh, if it wasn't for God, I was talking to a dear friend of mine who was telling me how she was uh, diagnosed with arthritis and uh, her health was going down and she believed in God, claimed God's promises over her life and God totally healed her without medical intervention and uh, she's like god you know without you you know she was telling me if it wasn't for god you know nobody can mess with my god um i remember my uh my grandmother who was sick 
near to death and the Lord reversed her life. The Lord delivered her and she was able to live, you know, uh, another 15 plus years and was able to see, uh, you know, the fruits of her labor. Uh, we were able to uh, build a school where uh, children are uh, give, getting free education. We were able to build uh, a water well for for the village, you know, uh, things that she would never have seen. She never went to school. She never got married. She never had any wealth. But uh, the fact that uh, her grandson was able to do something on her land, in her house, and, and uh, she got this honor, uh, recognition uh, in the whole village. You know, she had uh, actually the vice president of the country uh, of Uganda, where I come from, come to her barrio. But, you know, even not that, but uh, just seeing people respecting her, thanking her for, you know, uh, bringing uh, clean water to the village, bringing uh, visitors from all over the world, coming to help people, supporting kids uh, in her village. I believe that was success. I believe she died satisfied in her spirit. Um, and so there's so many ways to feel fulfilled or to feel successful. But just like Paul, I don't think any other thing beats the satisfaction that is found in knowing God, in knowing Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life, knowing him as the Savior. And so as I conclude today, how do you define success? Have you been looking? Have you been searching? Have you been going to school, you know, searching for success? Have you been uh, buying clothes, uh, trying to look a certain way to fit in and thinking uh, that is success. I've seen people driving cars they cannot afford just to look successful. I've seen people uh, going to vacations, uh, you know, uh, taking pictures, boasting where they've been to look successful, but inside there is a void. Brother, sister, my friend, uh, I just want to tell you success, you know, uh, is a journey. Success is a journey. It's not a destination. Just like Paul says, I, you know, I press on toward the mark of the, uh, the prize uh, of the high calling of God. God has placed uh, a calling on your life. God has placed a purpose in your life. And if you continue seeking that, if you continue working on it, God has uh, prepared a, a, a prize. God has prepared a reward for you at the end of your life. You're going to receive it. Just keep working hard at it. Uh, whatever God has put in your position to do, do it with all your might. Do it with all your strength. It doesn't matter uh, if you receive uh, the recognition. You might, you might not. You know, some people don't receive recognition until they are dead and, you know, uh, you know, people come praising them at their funeral, but uh, just do what you're supposed to do. Keep doing what is right. Keep uh, helping people. Keep uh, lifting up others. To me, there is nothing of an indication of success like being able to instill in others what you know, uh, helping others be uh, like you, helping others follow in your footsteps. That is success to me. You know, just like the scriptures we just read, imagine if Paul did not write those words. We wouldn't have the inspiration to follow after God, to uh, love God, to uh, know that God can forgive and uh, to share his goodness. And so, how do you define your success? 
I hope that your mind will be transformed uh, through this message, through this podcast, and that uh, you will look at success a different way. It's uh, no problem having wealth, having accomplishments, but uh, do not let the accomplishments fool you because your success might look like poverty to somebody else at another uh, income bracket or uh you know, it may not mean anything. I know people who don't have much, but uh, and they don't even aspire to have more because they feel content. They have, you know, a, a decent house. They have their wife and kids. They go to every day, and there is nothing that you can offer them to give them, uh, you know, uh, an indication of success other than that. So. Uh, you know, I just want to encourage you. I just want to encourage somebody who feels like you're not getting that recognition. Know that uh, you, you, you know, it's a, it's a journey. Keep working at it. Uh, just know, as long as God is pleased, as long as you're happy, just keep on pursuing what you're supposed to pursue. And uh, one day, you will receive a reward for your hard work. And uh, remember, success. Is a journey it's not a destination you don't reach there and you say oh i'm successful and you stop otherwise all the millionaires wouldn't be working but they keep working because there is so much work to do so many lives to touch so many goals to hit and uh you know let's keep doing it let's still keep working hard and i know god will uh give us more strength uh the scripture says that it's god who gives us the power to make wealth so if you haven't uh, uh made it in that area of uh, monetary value uh keep working keep uh, learning keep uh associating with people who are making it or reading about them and trying out these things in your uh, in your own life right i know this is a little long but uh it is so important. I hope you listen to all of it. And may the Lord richly bless you. May the Lord shine his face upon you. May you have peace. May you have a contentment in your heart and pursue everything God has given you to pursue. Uh, make sure that you follow me on social media and Rukizito Ministries everywhere. Uh, and uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, like us, follow us everywhere, Andrew Paul Kizito or Andrew Kizito Ministries. And uh, we would like to hear from you. We want to hear how this ministry is impacting you. And if this podcast blesses you, please do pass it on to somebody else. Share a link. Uh, share, uh, you know, share, uh, share this with somebody. Let them know uh, that you, uh, you wish them the best and let them listen to it. And uh, let's keep uh, working on our success and celebrating the accomplishments we have right now. All right. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon right here on The Truth In Love. Bye-bye.